Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, February 7th. In today's news, President Trump orders the Pentagon to plan a grand military parade. Trump probably will not extend the March 5th DACA deadline, and Congress votes to prohibit sexual relationships between lawmakers and their aides. But first, the big idea. Senate leaders see a two-year budget deal within their grasp. Top Senate leaders were working overnight to finalize a sweeping long-term budget deal that would include a defense spending boost President Trump has long demanded alongside an increase in domestic programs championed by Democrats. As negotiations for the long-term deal continued, the House last night passed a short-term measure that would fund the government past a midnight Thursday deadline and avert a second partial shutdown in less than a month. The House bill, which passed 245 to 182, would fund most agencies through March 23rd, but it's a non-starter in the Senate because of Democratic opposition. Despite the optimism on the Senate side, no agreement was finalized with less than three days until Thursday's deadline. And even as congressional leaders were sounding an upbeat note, Trump was raising tensions by openly pondering a shutdown if Democrats do not agree to his immigration policies. He said this during a White House meeting. If we don't change it, let's have a shutdown. We'll do a shutdown, and it's worth it for our country. I'd love to see a shutdown if we don't get this stuff taken care of. Trump's remarks appeared unlikely to snuff out the negotiations, which mainly involved top congressional leaders and their aides, not the president or his White House deputies. And these negotiations on the Hill have largely steered clear of the explosive immigration issue. Among the other issues that could be addressed in the deal is an increase in the federal debt limit, which could be reached as soon as early March. Sources tell us that an increase is being discussed but no final decisions have been made. But multiple House Republicans said last night that if the Senate takes their spending bill and substitutes its own version with a significant boost for domestic programs, they won't vote for it. House Democrats, meanwhile, have showed only limited willingness to help pass temporary spending measures absent a broader agreement. Defense Secretary Jim Mattis told members of the House Armed Services Committee on Tuesday that Congress should not let disagreements on domestic policy continue to hold our nation's defense hostage. He warned that a failure to pass long-term funding would imperil troop paychecks, inhibit the maintenance of planes and ships, stunt recruiting, and otherwise harm military readiness. Here's what he said during the hearing. For too long, we have asked our military to carry on stoically with a success-at-any-cost attitude. Our troops work tirelessly to accomplish every mission with increasingly inadequate and misaligned resources simply because Congress has not maintained regular order. This problem long predates Trump. The Pentagon has had to contend with the constraints of short-term spending bills in 13 of the last 18 months. In fact, for each of the past 10 years, the military was operating under what's known as a CR, a continuing resolution, for at least some portion of time. Everyone across the ideological spectrum agrees that this is a terrible way to run the government, but an inability to compromise has made it routine. Defense hawks have been pushing to bust the military spending caps put in place by sequestration, but doves say they will only go along if there is a corresponding increase in domestic spending. In other words, they want more butter in exchange for more guns. Many Tea Partiers in the House are insistent that they won't accept significant growth in discretionary spending 
even if it means more military money. This extended impasse is a lingering consequence of the failure of the Super Committee in 2011. The Budget Control Act, which was reached as part of a deal between Barack Obama and John Boehner, mandated spending caps in the event that a special bicameral group couldn't come up with a grand bargain to curb the national debt. The idea was that these draconian cuts would scare both sides into making a deal. But there was no deal, so Washington has been stuck with the sequester ever since. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, the Pentagon and the White House are planning a grand military parade designed to showcase America's military might. Trump requested the parade during a January meeting with top generals at the Pentagon. The president said, quote, I want a parade like the one in France. He was inspired by attending the Bastille Day celebration in Paris. He wanted something like this for his inauguration, but military leaders pushed back at the time. This American show of military strength will not come cheap. The cost of shipping tanks and high-tech hardware to Washington could run in the millions, and it's not clear how the military will pay for it. The president's request for a parade breaks with his predecessors, who have generally avoided grand displays of military hardware. Number two, White House Chief of Staff John Kelly said he does not expect Trump to extend the March 5th deadline for ending DACA. Kelly's comments come as lawmakers are trying to craft a plan to grant permanent legal protections to DREAMers and resolve other aspects of the immigration system. Kelly said the lack of an extension will raise the stakes for lawmakers. He said of Congress, quote, what makes them act is pressure. In related news, a new Washington Post analysis calculates that Trump's proposal to cut legal immigration could have profound effects on the makeup of the U.S. population. The Census Bureau has projected that people of color would outnumber non-Hispanic whites in 2044, but Trump's proposal could keep whites in the majority for up to five additional years. The proposal, which could cut off entry for more than 20 million legal immigrants over the next four decades, would disproportionately affect immigrants from Latin America and Africa. Demographers and immigration experts say the changes under consideration could profoundly alter their projections for economic growth and shape the nation's politics and culture. Number three, the House of Representatives voted on Tuesday to prohibit sexual relationships between members of Congress and their employees. The prohibition took effect immediately as Congress moves toward changing the system for reporting and addressing employee claims of sexual harassment. The House approved language establishing an office to advocate for employees during that process. A separate bill requires lawmakers to reimburse taxpayers when they are involved in workplace settlements. The two bills also cancel the requirement that accusers undergo counseling and mediation, and it loosens confidentiality rules during the complaint process. The legislation was supported by Representative Barbara Comstock, a Republican from Virginia. She complained that one key provision she pushed for was left out of the final bill, the disclosure of the names of members of Congress who have previously reached sexual harassment settlements. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, February 7th. Thanks for listening. I'm James Hellman, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.